Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, Jordan here. I know a lot of you create your own podcasts, and a lot of you already have one like me. I obviously love what I do. It's taken a lot of hard work to get to this point of success. You shouldn't have to pay fees for platform hosting, distribution, analytics, or fees to create a podcast. You need to be able to focus on producing the best show possible. Now, Podcast One, that's the network I'm on, they have Launchpad Digital Media, or Launchpad DM for short. So it's free, includes unlimited hosting, full control of distribution. You have access to a full dashboard with analytics. Again, totally free. You own everything, by the way. You own your content, you own your subscribers, no tricky stuff there. And you get your own show page on launchpaddm.com for people to listen to and subscribe to your show. It's the only hosting platform brought to you by the leading network, Podcast One. Podcast One will promote the site, drive people to discover your podcast, and if your show grows, you could even be invited to join Podcast One's all-star roster, which includes people like Adam Carolla, Caitlin Bristow, Shaq, Lady Gang, and of course, me, Jordan Harbinger, I'm there too. You also get access to their production and sales support. So with all this completely free, don't use other hosting platforms. Why would you need to? Learn more or sign up now at launchpaddm.com. And don't forget to check out the Jordan Harbinger Show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. My Buffalo Bills. This is Dan Patrick. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick show. A lot to recap from last night. Reggie Miller will stop by his weekly pit stop. Kyle Rudolph, the Vikings tight end, will join us coming up as well. Got an interesting poll question. It's a little saucy. Have that for you coming up here in a moment. Play of the day, stat of the day. Gang's here ready to go. If you like get in touch with the program, you can. You can dial us up. You can email. You can tweet. By the way, if you have sent in catalogs or the calendars, uh, we will get those out to you in time for Christmas. But if you're sending them in now, it'll be hard to get them back to you. Self-addressed stamped envelope. But if uh, we can't get them out in time for Christmas, we'll make sure we get them back as close to it as possible. Mario's doing a great job in the back. We have a couple more uh, meat. Yes, surprise, surprise. He's doing a decent that, job. That wasn't me. That was automated. <laughs> That's automated. I did not do that. He is so he's he's so anxious for the holidays to be over. He, I think he, has he suffered some trauma back there. He seems traumatized. There's PTSD. I think. I but it's 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 uh, post traumatic calendar syndrome. I think. Yes, Seaton. Well, it just things keep just keep going downhill for him. I mean, one thing's piling on top of the next. It started with the shot. Wait, what happened with the shot? Remember uh, in the AUAA, Never when forget. Mario took that shot uh, that then cost our team a chance at going to the finals. Hmm. Remember, there's an air ball from the corner. He looked at the clock and then uh, put up just an ill-advised shot that. We were winning by two points. Oh, you were. And then Mario threw up an air ball for some reason, and uh, two-a-days put it right back in, tied the game, and then we had to go to overtime. Uh, you remember that? I vaguely remember that. That happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here's some video of that. Let me see. Stairs that the clock. Yeah. Air ball, two-a-days. Tyler, no defense, and there we go. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, Mario took the shot, ill-advised. If he hits iron, then you guys will play for the championship. The only way to lose is an air ball. Okay, now I remember. Correct. Yeah, now I remember that. That's the shot. Yeah, so his punishment has been that he's handling uh, all of our calendars. Because Mario, when he... When I said this on the air, like three days later, he goes, oh, we've only got like three calendars. And I said, yeah, it's early, dude. And uh, he was taking a shot at our lack of popularity. And I said, OK, let, uh, let's see how many people send it back. Self-addressed stamped envelope. Now, all of a sudden, uh, he was uh, he, he got hit by the big wave there. He got crushed a little bit. Uh, so he's got that's been his job so far. Getting the calendars out. Getting us to sign them, then send them out. Yes, Paul. The funniest thing is when people send non-calendars, like calendars that aren't ours, like a 2015 kitten calendar, but they want him to sign it. Yeah. He's kind of got a Leon Lett career where he's done a fine job here, but Leon Lett is known for the mistake, the you know, a couple of them. Yeah. But, so it, but he, at least he had some infamy. Yeah, so send those uh, calendars. Mario loves to get them, but he'll, he gets upset. He'll go, uh, uh, I got... Uh, somebody sent two baseballs. I said, okay, we'll sign the baseballs. Uh, somebody sent a wedding calendar. It's their wedding. I said, so that's okay. You know, we're all so happy for you. All the best, the Dan Patrick Show. All right, uh, we'll come up with a poll question. Uh, congratulations to Drew Brees. He uh, beat Peyton Manning's all-time touchdown record last night. Tom Brady's right behind him and could pass him, but there's a chance Brees will hold the mark for a little while, and yet... There's always a ceiling, it feels like, in the praise we give to Drew Brees when you think about it. He's not going to be Tom Brady. He's not Joe Montana. Even if you're looking at the quarterbacks of his era, he's a notch below Peyton Manning, probably in a lot of people's eyes. Aaron Rodgers is probably thought of as a more talented quarterback, but it's hard to make a case against Brees' numbers. Uh, and there's always been a battle for him to get his due, but I think that because of that, it's made him a better uh, quarterback. I, I think that he he walks into a room and he knows that what you're thinking. Man, that guy has thrown for 80,000 yards and over 500 touchdowns, and he's maybe 6 feet, 200 pounds. He knows that, but he plays, he plays that up a little bit. Yes, he's played indoors for uh, his, most of his career. Uh, he doesn't look like a football player when you meet him in person. But when the game starts, good luck trying to stop him because he's as smart as any quarterback. The physical gifts have always been underrated because he's a, a six-foot pocket passer, which is not supposed to happen. But he's done it. And now he's the all-time touchdown king. Just one of the many honors that Breeze will get before it's all said and done and he ends up in Canton, Ohio. But the argument today, it shouldn't be an argument today, but hey, we got three hours to fill, so why not? If they were both coming out of college right now, who would you want your team to draft? Drew Brees or Peyton Manning? Now, I'd put Brady in there, but, but he's, got, he's got too many uh, trophies there. He's got too many Super Bowls. So he would probably win. But if you're looking at just their talents, because Peyton coming out of Tennessee was, I well, can't win the big one. Oh, he can't beat Florida. Oh, he's got happy feet. Oh, he doesn't have a strong arm. Well, he proved us all wrong with, you know, where he stands all time. And Drew Brees was his second round draft pick. He came out of Purdue. Now he did, he did play in an interesting offense. Joe Tiller had a, I guess, a pro style offense there. And Drew Brees was great and had some big games, but you know, he's a second round draft pick. And then the chargers take Phillip rivers because Brees got hurt. And then he was going to go to Miami. 
So Miami has to decide between Dante Culpepper and Drew Brees. And, you know, he wasn't cleared medically, so they took Dante Culpepper, who I'm surprised was cleared medically after his devastating knee injury with Minnesota. But look at the fallout from what happened with Drew Brees going to the Saints, Dante Culpepper going to the Dolphins, Nick Saban with the Dolphins. Would Nick Saban, how long would he have stayed if he had Drew Brees as his quarterback instead of Dante Culpepper? So let's say he stays three to five years. Now you've changed probably the AFC East. You've changed Alabama football. You've changed the New Orleans Saints football. That move, that decision, and here we are today. Isn't it crazy how one turn of events, one moment, has changed you know, the history of NFL football? Because maybe Saban goes to another program. Maybe ends up at Michigan or Texas. And the fact that Breeze goes there, can't get medically cleared, goes to the Saints and becomes one of the great quarterbacks in history. Dante Culpepper, uh, an afterthought there. But Saban goes to the Dolphins, and if he had his quarterback, I wonder how long he would have stayed there. Yes, McLovin. I hate to go system, but how do we know Drew Brees would not be Drew Brees without Sean Payton? How do we know he would have become the same thing under Nick Saban, who's a defensive guy, so it wouldn't have been, you know, who Drew Brees' quarterback coach would have been in Miami. Okay, but which team doesn't have a system? Well, I'm just saying, Which obviously... Which quarterback doesn't play in a system? Right, but there's a difference between playing for Sean Payton and playing with Jason Garrett, who was with Saban in Miami. I'm, I'm saying, like, we don't know that Drew Brees' career would unfold the same way in Miami. They had, even with Saban, that team was a bit of a mess, as I recall. I get it, and that's a fair assessment. Now, you know, people are going to have you say, well, who's better, you know, Payton or Brees? Which, you know, it always feels like then we denigrate somebody. And I, and, I, and I hate having the argument, but it almost feels like it's welcome today because Drew Brees is putting up these numbers. Uh, if he got an opportunity to play in another Super Bowl, obviously with what happened with the Rams, uh, you know, would we look at him differently? You know, Peyton's got two, but do, does he really just have one that he was, you know, a, a really good quarterback or a great quarterback? But you got a five-time MVP in Peyton Manning. You know, so the argument is, who would you rather have? And I would still take Peyton Manning. I think Peyton Manning changed the game. Five MVPs. He was first team All-Pro seven times. Um, he had two non-double-digit win seasons in his career. And granted, you like to say this all the time, McLevin. Yeah, but he was playing in the AFC South. He got to play indoors. I get all of those things. Drew Brees, all right, he's in the NFC South, and he's playing indoors. Peyton Manning changed football. So I would put Peyton Manning above Drew Brees, but I would, I'd have no problem if you said, hey, I'm going to take Peyton, you get Brees. I would be fine with that. I, I think it's that close, and I don't think there's a wrong answer. But it, finish this statement. If Drew Brees had two Super Bowl rings, now where do you put him? It feels like, and maybe it shouldn't hinge on that, but then maybe you take him over Peyton Manning. Imagine if Aaron Rodgers had two. Imagine if Brett Favre had two. You know, that's another one. You know, is Ben Roethlisberger higher on the list? If Roethlisberger was Philip Rivers, didn't have any. If Philip Rivers had two, like it's, 
I know it comes down to that's our bottom line with quarterbacks is how many Super Bowls you have. I still think John Elway is the best, greatest quarterback of all time. And he was blown out in a couple of Super Bowls and he needed Terrell Davis to win a couple of Super Bowls. I get that. You know, it comes down to what's your preference there. Joe Montana was wonderful, but he was in a system because Steve Young then came into that same system and was at times even better than Montana. You know, Tom Brady with the system, but apparently the system doesn't work this year, but all the other years, well, he's in a system there. But if you're saying coming out of college, you're not taking Tom Brady. Not, Not over Breeze or Peyton Manning, or Ben, for that matter. Yes, McLovin. If you took the two Super Bowls away from Eli, is he still in consideration for Hall of Fame? And I'm totally joking here, but there's nobody who's more Super Bowl dependent yes. than Eli Manning, right? I mean, without that, he's a completely different viewpoint. Right? Yeah, I don't know if there's another quarterback that you say because he won X number of Super Bowls, then then he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. What about Jim Plunkett's legacy? Didn't he win two? Yeah, and didn't get in. Why is that? I I don't think he had great numbers. You know, when he was with New England, he didn't have great numbers, but he was, you know, the Heisman Trophy winner and then went there and, you know, he, he got stuck with a, a bad cast of characters there. I think he had Randy Vataha was his favorite receiver, but that was about it. And then he, you know, when he went to the Raiders, he was very, very good. But, uh, you know, he's he's probably not going to get in. If Phil Simms had one more Super Bowl, I think Phil Simms is a Hall of Fame quarterback. I think it's that close. But, you know, when it comes to Breeze with Peyton Manning, who would you take? And there's still a script to be written for Drew Breeze. He's not done. Peyton's done. And Peyton had a classy way of uh, congratulating Drew Breeze. Uh, he put some, a video out there that was, you know, it was typical Peyton Manning. It was classy in his way of saying, hey, congratulations. But I don't know what these numbers mean. I don't know what these numbers are going to mean 15 years from now, 20 years from now. When somebody ends up with 100,000 passing yards, 600 touchdowns. You know, we had Troy Aikman on, and Troy's got three Super Bowl rings, but he doesn't have any stats, but he's got those three Super Bowl rings. It's, it's probably the one sport where, at, in the one position where, if you have a couple of Super Bowl rings, you can go into the Hall of Fame. The fact that Troy has three. They couldn't keep him out. But if you said, let's take away, and he only has one, maybe he gets in because he's with the Dallas Cowboys. But, you know, we look at numbers. We look at Super Bowls. Uh, Durability is another thing. The fact that Breeze is – and I thought he had a tired arm last year. I was the one who was saying, man, I, I just don't know. I had doubts about the Saints this year. And Michael Thomas, by the way, overshadowed. You know, he had another unbelievable... He's going to have 150 catches probably at the end of the season. And should be in the top five for MVP, in my opinion. If you want to put Lamar Jackson in there, you want to put Russell Wilson in there, Michael Thomas should be in there. Because, you know, they don't have Ingram. They have Kamara. You know Thomas is getting the ball. And even last night, the Colts knew he was getting the ball, and he was still open. Uh, So I, I hope he gets recognition here. Because he has been a beast this year. And I'm looking at the numbers here. I mean, this is no fluke for him. Because Michael Thomas has surpassed 450 career receptions so far. And he did that in 11 fewer games than the next fastest player, which is Julio Jones. So that 
It's almost a season that he got there faster than Julio Jones. Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, Keenan Allen, Anquan Bolden are on there. And yes, I know it's it's the new NFL. But you know he's getting the ball. And he's great. He's he's going to probably beat Marvin Harrison's single-season record there of uh, reception. All right, McLevin, what's the poll question you're going to go with? If they were coming out today, who would you draft, Drew Brees or Peyton Manning? Ooh. And I don't think you answered the question. I would take Peyton Manning. I'd take Peyton Manning. Anybody take Drew Brees? Paulie, you would? Yeah. Okay. I, 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 would, I wouldn't want either. Neither are mobile enough for today's game. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but the fact, you don't have to be mobile as much as you're, you're not allowed to hit the quarterback and everything is short passes here. And the, Peyton's ability to go to the line of scrimmage and change it. So now you're at an even more decided disadvantage on the defensive side of the ball. Peyton today... Like, of all the quarterbacks, I think Dan Marino would probably have benefited the most of playing today because Marino had a spread offense, he had the quickest release, and he could, he could throw it deep, he could throw it short. I, I think Marino would probably benefit more than any other quarterback. And I'm curious about that because Elway was mobile. I wonder if, if how he would have benefited. But of all the quarterbacks, it feels like Marino would probably be the one who would uh, benefit the most. Peyton... Peyton's ability to be able to process in real... Like, we talk about Sean McVay. So, Peyton's Sean McVay on the field. He's better than Sean McVay when it comes to processing. So, he's doing that in real time, and you have no chance against him. So, when he's playing at his best, I don't think that anybody was better than Peyton Manning. At his best. At at carving you up, deciding what he's going to do at the line of scrimmage. I think he was always a step ahead of everybody else. Yes, he... That quote from Rodney Harrison always sticks with me, though, about Peyton Manning, yep. where he said, we just knew at some point at the end of the game he was going to cough one up. Peyton in the playoffs is different. That, yep. all, that always sticks with me. Yep. That, like, man, I don't know. I might, want, I might want Drew Brees instead. Yeah, Paul. Dungy had a quote, too, that's always stuck in my head, and Dungy is as big of a Peyton Manning backer. He says, sometimes he gets paralyzed by analysis. Yep. He said that to you, and he caught a little heat for it. He said, sometimes Peyton may overthink things. One thing on Brees... He doesn't get sacked anymore. He he averages getting sacked one time per game over the past three years. He's been sacked nine times in nine games this year. Yep. Yeah. Never touch him. Yeah, McClellan. I think the damning thing is the Saints are, haven't been consistent winners. You know, they've been 500 yep. for almost half of Breeze's. But I know it's all on the defense. And in Breeze, last year's playoffs, I thought was a bit disappointing. I think he was having some shoulder problems. Yeah, I, he didn't look healthy last year. And I don't know if this year's Saints are better than last year. But, you know... You can look at this as is Breeze healthier this year. They don't have Mark Ingram, but and it feels like you got you still have Ted Ginn, but be, I mean Michael Thomas is your guy, and Kamara maybe not as dangerous as he was last year. Yeah, McLeod. Well, Breeze got a little rest with the broken hand too. By the way, what happened to that broken hand? He can't miss a pass now. I know. Well, he missed one last night. Yeah, Paul. You know, you could say that Breeze has been five hundred sometimes, but his worst season as a Saint. He's had a bunch of seven and nine seasons, but it's never been worse than that. But he's also had 13 wins, 11 wins, 13 wins, 11 wins, 13, 11. And that's a franchise that was known for doing nothing for a generation. And he's made them at least competitive every year. This program brought to you by True Car and Sports, a top-notch organization, has it all. Great front office, incredible personnel. It's no different when it comes to buying or selling your car. You need to have an MVP on every level. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. 
All right, we'll take a break. We'll hear from Drew Brees when we return here on the Dan Patrick Show. Okay, this is just a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please, please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The company that has been offering you great rates and great service for 75 years, it's Geico. I've been using them for a long time myself. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. No recordings. The company, Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers, but I've been a fan and a customer of Geico for a long time. And in five, four, three, two, one, I'm out. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Heard from some Buffalo people yesterday. They're like, Why are you so down on Josh Allen? And I said, I was down on him at the beginning of the year. I did say they would make the playoffs. I did say they'd have 10 wins. So I did believe in the team. That defense is great. And I think their coach is going to be coach of the year. Josh Allen is a great athlete playing quarterback. I mean, that can take you so far. But eventually you have to be a very good quarterback. A good quarterback. And you can be a great athlete. But... You know, he's run for, what, eight or nine touchdowns this year? And, and, you know, I'm tired of hearing, well, he's got a great arm. A great arm is one thing. An accurate arm is something different. And I I think we get caught up sometimes where we go, oh, it's like the punt, pass, and kick competition. No, you got to be able to play the game. And does he have the talent? Absolutely. Absolutely. So when I, I said that, I you know, I don't think he could play the position, that was earlier in the year where... He struggled. He didn't look good. Didn't look comfortable. And I thought they were winning in spite of him. But, you know, I've seen him play a couple of games, and he's great in the moment. I love his personality. The players seem to really respond to him. But I, I just, you know, there's, there's more to playing that position than having the athletic traits. There's a nuance to playing that position. And hopefully he'll get that opportunity uh, in the postseason to show that he can play that at a very high level. All right, here's Drew Brees after last night's performance. It was special. Everything about the night, you know. Um, I don't know how they pick them, right? Monday Night Football, playing the Colts, right? The team that, you know, we, we won the Super Bowl against 10 years ago, so the, the whole Super Bowl 44 team is back for the 10th anniversary and, and obviously national television, um, you know, big game, and um, now, you know, that record in the balance as well. And just kind of makes you shake your head, you know, just, are you kidding me? You know, I'm not sure how we got here. (laughs) You know, kind of makes your whole life and career flash before your eyes. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of credit that goes around here, but it does start with Drew Brees, but Sean Payton has been integral in Drew Brees' success there as well. I think playing indoors, uh, you know, half the games, you know, your, all your home games there playing indoors has certainly helped them, but Brees has been, Great. And to be a pocket passer to do what he's done. And in today's, you know, I'm curious how the NFL would view Drew Brees if he was coming out of college now. Because height is not as big a deal as it once was. And, you know, Doug Flutie went through this prior to Drew Brees. You know, Doug Flutie would have flourished in today's NFL. You know, he was mobile. He was, he was like Russell Wilson. 
uh, and Drew Brees coming out of Purdue would probably be viewed differently. Yes, McLovin. Maybe just be Baker Mayfield, go number one. That feels like the pretty close comp. Yeah, there's there's that uh, competitive edge. There's that you know. There's not arrogance with Drew Brees. There's a little more arrogance with Baker Mayfield. I say more height. I think. Yeah, but just that whole personality. You know, Drew is. You know, Drew's got a personality, and he's as competitive as I. You know, I told you the story when I played golf with him, and he was competitive playing in one of those celebrity pro ams. Everything he does, there's a there's a competition to it. But I think that's that's who he is, and that's what's made him so great. You start to look at the uh, numbers here, and as I mentioned, the comparison is going to be with Peyton Manning because he just passed Peyton Manning. Whether that's fair or not to do uh, to either one of those, uh, you know, Peyton was a five-time MVP, and you forget about that. It's it Peyton's lack of success in the postseason is is the only thing that makes this an argument. You know, he did win the one Super Bowl. Uh, he won the other one where he was along for the ride. Breeze beat Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, in the rain. Or no, not in the rain. In that Tracy Porter pick. Yeah. 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 But, you know, no MVPs for uh, Drew Breeze. He was first team all pro one time. Eight double digit win seasons. Peyton had 15 double digit win seasons. Yeah, I. I, like I said, there's no there's no wrong wrong uh, answer. If I say you can have Drew Brees and I'll take Peyton Manning or the other way around, I, I would feel very comfortable with that. Yeah, Paul. I think one thing to factor in that we haven't talked about, if you swapped last names on these two guys, they'd be viewed differently. Because remember, Peyton Manning walked in as a household name into the league. Endorsements, everything. Drew Brees had to work his way up. He was pretty well known at Purdue, but then his career was kind of a slow start. The Chargers, he's on the West Coast, uh, second rounder. The Manning name goes a long way to enhance your legacy. But I can't put the stats up there without putting the five-time MVP, seven-time first-team All-Pro. Which I think also Manning gets because he's Manning, as well as his performance, because Drew Brees' stats are right there. I mean, they're, they're right there. It's, it's, if you just look at the stats and take away names, it's, it's a coin flip. But I also have to factor in team success. And Peyton always had team success. And Drew Brees did not. So better regular season. Yeah. And and I think because of that, you know, that to me, it's 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 leans towards Peyton Manning, uh, you know, but Drew Brees is not done yet. And maybe they get another Super Bowl. You know, if you put two up there and you win that second one, that puts you in rarefied air when it comes to that kind of discussion there. Yeah, McLevin. What do you think of the Saints Super Bowl chances this year? Well, as the number three seed. Say, yeah, say they are three. Yeah. I don't know if they're better this year than last year. Defense is really good. Yeah. I mean, they, they stymied the Colts last year. Yeah. But, you know, Jacoby Brissett, I'm curious if he's completely healthy after coming back from that knee injury. Like, I, I don't know how healthy he is because he didn't look great. It, it was one of those special nights. And I am happy. I like the standalone games. You know, when you have a standalone game like Lamar Jackson had, that's where you win an MVP. You know, last night... Everybody was watching. It's Monday Night Football, and Drew Brees had the stage to himself. If you play a 1 o'clock game on a Sunday, you're not getting this kind of fanfare. But I'm glad that Drew Brees got a standalone game. Lamar Jackson will win the MVP because of that standalone game. Or that certainly helps convince these voters they got to see him. So there's only one game. You're not flipping back and forth. You're not watching the red zone. You're watching an entire game 
where somebody puts up a performance like that. But uh, Breeze with the standalone, and then Michael Thomas as well. But the defense did look great last night. Here's one. There's a team that's under the radar right now. And how about this? Can you guys guess the team that I think is under the radar? And it's not my Dallas Cowboys, by the way. It's not my Dallas Cowboys. McLovin? You gave us a hint before the show. You gave us the conference, I think. Okay. You were saying, I think the Seahawks. Okay. Uh, Fritzy, the team I think is under the radar. I was going to say, even though they've got plenty of wins, that Buffalo is, could be scaring some people. In the All playoffs. right. Yes, McLovin. I want to go back and say the Chiefs. It is the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense has been sneaky good. Got a pass rush there. They get Frank Clark back healthy. The, the Chiefs are going... I think we looked at them differently because they couldn't stop the run and the defense did not look good at all. The offense wasn't in sync. You know, you had Tyreek Hill out. Uh, Mahomes got injured. That's a team that might be the team to beat in the AFC, in my opinion. You know, I, I know the Ravens are great. You, you know, Patriots are still dangerous. Maybe the Texans can be, you know, better than a, you know, let's lose on the first weekend of the NFL playoffs. Mahomes is getting healthy. I think the Kansas City Chiefs would be the team to beat in the AFC. But I'm saying that they're sneaky right now, under the radar. Green Bay is similar, that you're not quite sure how good they are, but they seem to be winning these games. I don't look at Green Bay as formidable as I do Kansas City because there are a lot of there, there's more teams that are better in the NFC than the AFC because it's top heavy. It's basically Baltimore, and then you're not quite sure with New England. You're not quite sure with the Texans. You know Tennessee, Pittsburgh. You're not quite sure with that either. I think Kansas City could could take the AFC this year. Now I said that they would go to the. It's not like I can go, boy, and I'm. You know, surprising everybody with this pick. That was the pick I had to win the Super Bowl at the start of the year. Yes, for two. The Eagles are going to be a little tough on the other end of yes, your prediction. Is. Well, all you got to do is get in, Todd. Still in it. Yeah, I know. If I get the team that wins the Super Bowl, then that's all that matters, though. It would help if the Eagles got into the uh, playoffs. That's all. Because right now, and I think, is Dallas a one-point favorite in this game? Don't you get the feeling that all of these analysts just went, I'm going to forget about all the things the Cowboys have done or didn't do this year. And now, yeah, this team could go deep into the playoffs. I don't know. I have no idea. No idea if Dallas can, it feels like they can make a run. I got the Cowboys at two and a half. Can we call your guy? No, 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 no. I don't have a guy. <laughs> My bookie is dead. and uh, And that's, Probably only good so I don't bet. I'll let you know if it changes, Paulie. But no, I don't need a guy. That's the last thing I need. Oh, my God. Uh, I got a tweet here. Can somebody briefly mention that this is the regular season passing touchdown record? Why do we remove playoff TDs from this list? Do we remove playoff home runs in baseball all-time home run list? Yeah, we do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we we absolutely do. We do there, Chris, who just uh, sent that tweet. I mean, if you want to put it in there, then then Brady is by far and away the leader. Yes, McLovin. I just like his enthusiasm, though. That was a great point. It's it was wrong. It was until you got to 
do we remove playoff home runs in the baseball all-time home run list? Was that a rhetorical question or an actual question? Oh, okay, I'll read it again. Can somebody briefly mention that this is the quote-unquote regular season passing touchdown record? Why do we, we remove playoff TDs from the list? Question mark. Do we remove playoff home runs in baseball's all-time home run list? Question mark. And then he says, weird, period. Yes, McClellan. So the all-time playoff, Tom Brady at 73. The next closest is Montana at 45. Yeah. No one's catching that record. No. Not Bra- with a salary cap here. Brady has, has thrown a total of how many touchdowns if you include the postseason? He's got 650? 640, something like that? You kind of said no math on the show. I know. Well, no math for myself in the front row, but the back row, <laughs> you guys were good in math. Okay. I have for Tom Brady, 538 plus 75. Oh, okay. Is that 612? Six, yeah, something like that. All right. So that's pretty incredible. And I don't know why we don't include that. When you think about that position, the, the touchdowns you throw in the postseason are far more valuable than they are during the regular season. Yeah, why don't those ones count? I don't know. I, I'm curious. Yes, we Well, new playoff expansion has tripled the amount of numbers. Baseball has so many more playoff games than they used to. They used to have, did they just use that? Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not even talking about baseball. I'm just saying the Same NFL. Football is even crazier. There's so much more postseason. Yeah, now. but if we're looking at the modern era, you know, but we do that anyway with, you know, how many times did you make the playoffs in baseball? Well, it's easier to make the playoffs because there's so many more, you know, divisions, wild card. You know, you had Ted Williams who could lead Boston to a great record and they wouldn't get past the Yankees and uh, go into the playoffs. Yeah, I'm a club. Well, I always say to you, why did, don't they wait to vote for the MVP? And it's the same reason. You well, own- but they want to celebrate too. So you get to celebrate the regular season, and then you get that postseason MVP. And, you know, the fact that you're up there on the podium with the Super Bowl MVP, you know, it's just a a celebratory mood there, and I understand that. But if you did give it at the end of the season, I wonder how how different the MVP races would be, because Peyton wouldn't have five. Uh, Brett Favre has, what, four? He won three back-to-back. He might have still won some of those. Yeah. How many MVPs does Brady have? A bunch. I would bet not a lot, probably. Yeah, I was thinking, does he he have like three? Huge season in 2007. Yeah. And then he won the MVP a couple of years ago. Does he have three? Yeah, three. That's, yeah, okay. But if you gave him, (laughs) he would probably have nine, wouldn't he? Well, wait, has he won the Super Bowl every year that he won the MVP? Oh, no, 2007, he he lost. 2010, he didn't win. Okay. 17, was that the, I think that's the year the Eagles won. No. Is that the year the... I think so. Isn't that, so every year that he's won the MVP, they didn't win the Super Bowl? So he would have maybe six MVPs if you included at the uh, end of the regular season, postseason. And if Drew Brees had gone to the Dolphins, he wouldn't have any of them. (laughs) Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying the AFC East would have been a little more competitive. Drew Brees if would Drew have taken Brees. them if he had just gone to the Dolphins with Nick Saban. Brady wouldn't have any Super Bowls. Yeah. Saban would have won all those Super Bowls instead of Belichick. Belichick would be coach, coaching Alabama. 
Yeah, that's 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 where we're going to go with. All right, uh, we'll settle on a poll question. We uh, have our play of the day coming up next. Reggie Miller a little bit later on. Who would have thought Dallas would go into Milwaukee and beat Milwaukee without Luka Doncic? And the game not as close as the score would indicate. And next up for Milwaukee, they got the Lakers. Kyle Rudolph of the Vikings will join us a little bit later on as well. We'll uh, come back with our play of the day right after this. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now back to the show. Five Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Oh, my God. The play, the play, the play. of the day. Check this out. Reeves is under center. The snap, the spin, the fake handoff, drop back seven, throws a soft pass in the end zone, back pedaling catch, touchdown! It's grabbed by Hill. That's it. That's the record. Drew Brees is thrown for more touchdown passes than any quarterback in professional football history. Drew Brees atop the list and perhaps never to be caught. Westwood One Radio with the call. Kevin Harlan, uh, what a night. The four seasons. Drew Brees finished with uh, 541 career touchdowns on the night, a total of that. Um, two more than Peyton, who held the previous record at 539. Also set the record for single-game completion percentage, 96.7%. The Saints travel to Tennessee to face my Titans coming up next week. Play of the day brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Products second to none. See for yourself for just $5. The ultimate shave starter set. Basically everything you need for an amazing shave. After that, the restock box ships regular size products at regular prices. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash Patrick. Yeah, I was flipping back and forth. I was watching Dallas. I was just curious how competitive Dallas would be without Luka Doncic. And Kristaps Porzingis hit two big threes back to back that were probably, they were over 30 feet. And, you know, if you're looking at that three-point line and you're looking at 23 feet and then he's eight feet behind it and he's shooting over the Greek freak to make it. So degree of difficulty, you should have given him five points on that. The Greek freak was unbelievable again last night. I think he had 48 points. Yeah, Paul. Porzingis, he's averaging 17 and 9, 30 minutes a game. He's a 34% uh, three-point shooter. Six a game attempts. And he's jacked up. I mean, he's, he's, he's built for the long haul here. But with Doncic out, and, you know, here's another thing. People forget, Christoph Porzingis is 24. So you got Doncic, who's, what, 20, 20, 21, and you got Porzingis there, that ability. Now, there is, there is talk, by the way, and that's just talk, just talk, that Dallas could be a landing spot for the Greek freak at some point. Just... Throwing that out there. I don't know how they they make that happen. Uh, probably with money. 
but you know they're 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 looking at landing spots for the Greek freak if he doesn't stay in Milwaukee. I hope he does stay in Milwaukee. But like Jason Kidd, oh, do the Knicks hire him because you're going to get the Greek freak? Does that mean if you don't get the Greek freak, then you fire him? Like if if the reason why I'm bringing him in is to get, to get him, you know, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. Uh, yeah, Paul. Giannis has one more season in Milwaukee after this. After this, he has one more season in Milwaukee at $27 million. Uh, Chris, who tweeted, wanted to know why we didn't include, you know, all-time, uh, like postseason home runs to the all-time home run list. He just tweeted back uh, after being wrong. Man, do I have an amazing, what did I learn today? <laughs> Sorry, Chris, if we roughed you up a little bit. But uh, welcome to the fraternity here. Yeah, welcome to the club here. But yeah, the uh, Bucks now have the Lakers, so their winning streak came to an end last night. Yes, McLovin. Can we start a little? Contro- can I start a little controversy? Okay. Maybe the Mavericks don't need Luka Doncic throwing up twenty-five shots a game, and maybe they should play through Porzingis a little more. I don't know. Is that a terrible take? Are you felt, listen, are you listening to yourself when you I say felt this? like yeah, like Doncic pulls this James Harden thing where every assist has to come from him and every shot has to come from him. I just feel like the team looked pretty free last night without Luca. Although they win with Luca too. Wow, that's not true. They were looked really good last night. I noticed. I mean, the they're eighteen and eight. They're not yeah, eight and eighteen. I know, I know. But I feel you know if you watch Dallas, usually it's kind of boring because it's James Harden. It's just dribble. Luca dribbles up. Either he makes the assist or he takes a shot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of one on one basketball with him. Okay, but don't you have that with a lot of teams? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Why do you think ratings are down? Pass the ball. Now the Warriors are dead. Nobody wants to pass anymore. But but Doncic is is almost averaging a triple. He's almost 30, 10, and 10. Right. He's like Westbrook. Everything has to, the ball has to be in his hand at all times. Like it's, it's like all him. It's a Luca show. It doesn't feel like he is ball dominant the way Russell Westbrook was. Well, yeah, Westbrook was pretty, pretty big. Because before Harden, like we looked at Russell Westbrook and you were like, dude, don't be afraid to give the ball up just a little bit. Harden's the same way, but Harden says, look, I'm not changing. I mean, this is this is who I am and how I play. But, yeah, I, I, I haven't heard that criticism of Luka Doncic. If they were blown out by 20 last night, would you be saying, you know what, maybe they're a little better uh, without Luka Doncic? Well, we're only like 25 games into this MVP Luka Doncic thing. It's not like everyone's been – we don't really know who they are yet, do we? Do you think we know who he is? Yeah, he's really good, but is he a championship-level player? Well, That's wait, TBD. wait, wait. Now it's a championship-level oh. caliber player. Oh, it's he's a championship title or bust guy. There's nothing short of rings that's going to define Okay, him. but hasn't he won more titles in his career, if you include what he did in Europe? No. Than nobody James Harden? Him. No, I'm just saying James Harden hadn't won anything. Yeah, I'm what not going to win it at Arizona State. I'm not going to count the Euro titles he won when he was supposedly 12 and a half <laughs> years old, posting up 34-year-olds. What, what did Russell Westbrook Jr. the third win in his, what, one year at UCLA? Oh, <laughs> Wasn't he with Kevin Love there that year? They, I remember they were in the Elite Eight. I was oh, like, I know. these guys are really good. Yeah. And at the time, I still remember that draft night when I think I bet Paulie, because Paulie said something about he'd take Kevin Love over O.J. Mayo. Was that right? I think so. Is that what our... Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I was thinking, O.J. Mayo is going to go to a team and he's going to get to shoot all the time. I thought Kevin Love was going to be a 15-8 guy. And, and eventually he will be one season a 15. Maybe this year he's a 15-8 guy. I'll eventually get it right. Yeah, Paulie. He's averaging uh, 16 and 10. He's on his way. Yeah, but he's on his way to another team. 
at some point. Yes, McLovin. So wait, what was the bet between you guys? No, be we were just saying. Just like, yeah. No, we got into uh, Darren Williams and Rajon Rondo. Th- that was a big two-year run of yeah. Darren Williams for Rajon Rondo. Then we also had the, there's an Andrew Bynum bet, or a, we you liked Bynum early. I can't remember. Yeah, then he then he just oh, decided yeah. he didn't want to play basketball anymore. And he should have told you that. Yeah, I know. You... I, I think he just wanted to go bowling or something. Yes, McLovin. By 2008 draft win, Derek Rose, Michael Beasley, O.J. Mayo, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Love. Yeah. And then Gallinari, your guy, number six, and Eric Gordon, seven. Still playing. Guys who are still playing. Remember Joe Alexander, how excited we were about him? Oh, God. What was my nickname for him? Vanilla Sky? Vanilla Sky. Because that dude could get up. He's another one of those guys where you look at him and he would be your number one pick on the playground. You'd be like, I'm taking that dude. And then all of a sudden you go, Joe, I need you to step up a little bit here. Yeah, but do you see my mad hops? Yeah, but I need a little bit more all around game there. I thought I thought Vanilla Sky was going to be awesome. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so the Greek Freak in Milwaukee, they lose last night at home, and then they got the Lakers coming up on Thursday. LeBron keeps reinforcing this. I don't believe in load management. Is he being selfish in a way? Like, I like a guy who shows up for work, but could you look at this and go, don't be afraid to be selfless and not play a little bit? Because are we looking at Kawhi Leonard going, yeah, he's really selfish. Is he actually being selfless and saying, hey, I'm going to sit out because I'm going to get ready for the playoffs. It'll be interesting to see how people twist this if the Lakers go down in flames. During the season of giving, we'd like to offer you a little something special, and all we're asking in return is a few moments of your time. We need you to complete a short survey because your opinion matters to us and helps support the show. It'll only take a couple of minutes, and if you're one of the first people to do it, we'll give you a reward in return. Just go to podcast1.study, and everything will be right there for you. That's podcast1.study. The first 150 people to complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to Amazon.com. All of our shows are supported by advertisers, so filling this out will really help us. So please go to podcast1.study, and as always, thank you for supporting the show and happy holidays from all of us at podcast one five hour energy helps you get through your crazy on the go life and now it comes in two great tropical flavors strawberry banana and tropical burst they're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise try them both then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com you could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.